This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, bro And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we everyone Welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld Fresh as a daisy this Monday morning. <laughs> Fresh as two daisies who just got <clears throat> like trampled by, I don't know. Um, it is Monday. We're back. Fun fact, Barry and I have now hung out twice since we last recorded this podcast. And we before that, we had not seen each other in like a year and a half. So it's a m- momentous occasion. It was grand. And we're still both recovering from it. <laughs> what, I don't know what you're talking about. So like now, I said, I feel fresh as Daisy. See you in another year and a half, Dylan. I feel like the I feel like the plants at Sonia's townhouse, like in the patio, where she like is just like dousing them with water. Like I need I need somebody to like hose me off. Oh my god, I didn't know where you were going with that. I thought you were going to tell like a story. I was like, what with what? Oh, you want yeah, so- to be doused with a hose? Yeah, that sounds honestly, it sounds kind of refreshing. Like I feel like yeah. it would just kind of like get the crustiness off of me. Okay, but at the same time, I feel like there's also a lot of poop over there. So I Ew. feel like, you know. <laughs> I wasn't ready for the word poop. No. So I feel like with the whole, I don't I don't know. But but today's a lot, exciting. A lot to unpack. Yeah, it's, it's a lot to unpack. Oh, my gosh. Let's, let's talk about Real Housewives of Potomac. Because these women, I mean... I feel like we're getting somewhere like we're brewing and we're getting somewhere. It's taking a little longer than I would like to. I can't tell still the vibe because I feel like they're not. Wendy still is on edge with Mia and like I, Giselle Wendy's, keeps leaving and I don't know. Wendy's no one's like thing, friends. Wendy's whole thing. This interest this season is interesting so far because I feel like she has done such a 180 from kind of what she presented in her first season, which I'm here for her journey, whatever. But it's like, she went from being like, the professor has arrived to like, so in the opposite direction where she's like, you know, looking hot all the time and talking about her lifestyle brand and has clearly decided to make this like Zen when her thing, which to be honest, like Zen when like I'm, I'm down for it. Like, I think it's like a fun little nickname, but I don't think she was particularly like not Zen. Like she seems less Zen this season than she did last season. Yeah. And she also, it felt like last season had like, was set and like, no one could talk back to her because of like who she was and what she was doing. And now She's she, which is fine. Everyone can change like the direction they want to go in life. But now it almost feels like she doesn't know where she, what she wants to do or is, and doesn't feel as like secure. That's the word I'm looking for. Secure. I think she's a little bit more conscious of the fact that she is 
a housewife and is on a show and is kind of thinking about it a little bit more where I think her first season was a little more, um, it was a little less like produced. Like she just kind of came on the show and did her thing. And I think we're seeing her kind of experiment with like her persona a little more. And I loved see, I did love seeing her (laughs) her, like mentorship meeting with Karen. Me too. Who is really asking all the tough questions about her business plan and about her budget. She says, what's your budget? Double it. And then (laughs) um, she shows her the candle, which it looks nice. It's a little, it's pretty simple. It's pretty basic, but you know, it's a nice looking candle. Yeah. I mean, Karen asked a good question though. The main thing of any product that you come up with is why are people going to buy yours and like not anyone else's. And I feel like we've even talked about this on here before, but I mean, if you're a fan of Wendy and it really, and it gives off Zen, why not? I'll buy it. I want to smell it. Collection. (laughs) But Karen was like, giving such good advice. And at the same time, I wanted to be like, Karen, why aren't you taking any of your own advice? (laughs) Like what's going on? (laughs) I mean, LaDom seems to be going well. She, we see her on her own business zoom with Ray. Um, And customers. The wigs continue to look great. Um, I've heard mixed things about LaDom fragrance, but I have to say uh, every time I've seen one of those wigs, it looks beautiful. So um, (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Okay. So let's talk about our dear friend, Robin. Oh, oh Robin, sweet Robin. Yeah. Robin is, you know, just still struggling a little bit. She's dealing with the pandemic and the boys and homeschooling and like, just not wanting to get out of bed, which like, clearly I am going through today just without the kid aspect of it. But Me? even while oh. <laughs> I'm like calling you before you call. Barry, come on, you gotta do something. No. <laughs> Dylan's like Barry, we record at eleven. That doesn't mean you get up at ten fifty-eight. No, I've been up. I've been up. <laughs> but but she I feel like it's great that we even see her in her warehouse for um embellished because we see her working and her and all the product from when she first started last year to now. It's like really great that her business is like becoming something big but even she says which we all feel this way with a business is like you don't want to get too ahead of yourselves especially right now within a pandemic it's really like affecting her right i i think it's doing well i'm glad that her business appears to be doing well you know she says she's been getting a lot of orders she's you know getting uh warehouse space and like some people to help her out which obviously is a great thing I also love seeing her be honest about the fact that she's worried about stretching herself too thin or going into debt because they've had financial issues before. But I feel like with the stuff in her home life where she says she's really struggling with motivation and all of that, like I really hope that she and Juan and whoever else is close to her are like actually taking that seriously because it's one thing to be like, Oh, like I'm tired this morning. I didn't want to get out of bed, but I mean, it just seems clear to me that she's actually struggling on like a little bit of a deeper level and, you know, whether it's, you know, going to therapy or some kind of medication or, you know, like, I don't, I'm not going to diagnose her with anything, but, you know, people struggle with stuff. And obviously we all have been living through the pandemic, but like not everybody can just like, you know, do better. Like Juan is saying. So I, I hope that that's being, you know, taken care of. 
you know what also seems to be the most difficult with anyone who's struggling because especially as an adult if you have never dealt with something like this before it's also new to you so you also don't really know what's going on either and you're still trying to figure out you're like wait am i tired am i depressed like is something going on so that that also takes like a minute to be like what's going on with myself but it seems like i feel like now it's she's in a better place now that they actually started filming gives her something else to do so that's true We'll That's see. true. We also meet Ascala at the warehouse space, and she is our new friend up for the season. And so I was um, a little, it was like a fun surprise that we got introduced to her so quickly in the season because it's always, it's always fun to have like an extra person around. So I'm curious to see kind of how she, uh, how she relates to the group as she spends more time with them. Yeah, but it seems that obviously she's a friend of like Robin mostly, but then in the first episode, she stirs some shit and I'm like, okay, oh. I'm going to like her. Yeah, so she, so Robin mentioned something to her about Karen drinking a lot, which to me, it's it's something where we haven't seen that on the show very much. Like there's been a couple times where Karen has gotten like drunk and it's been funny, like at the lake house last year, but Karen isn't one of those people who seems like they're just sloshed all the time. And so it was interesting that Robin said that to Escala. And then the first time she meets Karen, (laughs) Escala goes, so somebody said something about you drinking a lot. And in classic Karen Huger form, she says that it's, um, you know, that it's like harmful to spread those rumors about somebody. And then of course there is a flashback to her (laughs) spreading that rumor about someone else. I mean, that's just so weird to say to that, that in particular thing is just weird to say to someone the first time you might meet them. Like I hear you drink a lot. Like that's so Oh, so so someone told me that you're, somebody told me that you're an alcoholic. Like what? Oh my God. But you know, I guess production anyway. um, Uh, You know, I have to respect it. And I love just in terms of the spa day, I love the fact that Karen and Giselle so much are not into each other, but they are down to do their jobs. And when Giselle is planning this event and she tells Ashley that she doesn't want to invite Karen, Ashley's like, invite Karen, invite Mia make sure everybody's there. And it's like, you know, they're all going to show up at whatever time they were told to, unless it's Robin, who's going to be late, but I love it. That type of thing where it's like, no, this is for Ashley. And although you're the one planning it, you still have to invite everyone, whether you're friends with them or not. But the spa day was so awkward because they were rotating. So it was like one at a time almost or two at a time. And then it was like the rest of them sit there and then the other comes out. They're like, how was it? And then it was it was just very like, I know I felt like I would like look down at my phone and then I look back up. I'm like, who's in what room? Which who's separate? (laughs) Who's together? Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com slash MIA. 
When talking about shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at Honey honeylove.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. I feel like we've all had that moment where you're at somebody's wedding and you're looking around the food, the venue, the music, the overall vibe. And you're making like that mental checklist of if I were planning a wedding right now, maybe you are, maybe you aren't. What would I want to copy from this? What would I want to change? What would I want to tweak? Well, I've been a part of my fair share of weddings over the years, and I know just how stressful the process can be. You go from that newly engaged bliss to overwhelmed by invitation paper and flower colors in the blink of an eye. But using Zola helps with wedding planning from start to finish and makes every decision easier so you can stay in your bliss. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake, Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and even maybe enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Zola helps couples plan the wedding they really want. With tons of unique features and personalized recommendations based on a couple's preferences, every Zola wedding is as unique as the couple planning it. They've thought of everything you'll need and have built every tool to get you to I do, including customized checklists to get you moving, keep you on track, and prepare you for what's next. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. Of course, we got another little escalation of the Wendy and Mia situation. They... Um, clearly are just not feeling each other right now. Um, And I saw also Mia started selling her own candle on social media. So (laughs) I'm like, I don't know if either of them are going to be the black Martha Stewart, but they're going to be shady to each other in the process. I liked how they talked at the spa day but and then they how they each explained why they did what they did. So like Wendy was like, like I have time now I have time. And then, and Mia was like, I just explained <laughs> I to you like, with my- why my hand was in your face. And I was like, girls, you know what? We're getting somewhere like this is it's- funny. She's like, I talk with my hands. Like, what are you going to yeah, do? I love it? the, like, I love the kind of like half-hearted explanation where you're like, sorry, I just speak with my hands. That's the way I am. And it's like, okay. Also you like wanted to get under Wendy's skin, but, but, but also Wendy is now saying how she was she was getting loud with me essentially because she was defending Giselle. And now she's like, there's no loyalty, but I feel like no one in the group knows why Wendy, like Wendy didn't even tell Giselle, like no one knows why the argument happened. And I feel like Wendy's bringing up this whole loyalty thing, but like no one's involved in the conversation. So how would they know? It's just a little confusing to me. And like, theoretically, Mia is Karen's friend, but I also don't think Giselle and Mia really have beef at this point. So it's like, Wendy, just like, focus on your own thing. Like, if you don't like Mia for your own reasons, that's enough. Like, you don't have to put it on like Giselle's behalf because yeah. I don't know. It feels like a little, It I if it were like Robin going on Giselle's behalf, like that would be one thing, but it, it's strange to be like, you know, I'm going to fight for Giselle. And it's like, nope, 
I don't think Giselle really cares. She, she, yeah, she didn't ask. But Mia also lets us know more of her background, which I totally appreciated. And I think all the women did too, based on their confessionals. <laughs> After she said that she was Ooh. a strip. Now she says she was a stripper. Like she, she moved on from being the bartender and she worked at a five-star restaurant gentleman's club where they were gowns and she there's no there was no poll so no she pole. makes it she makes it sound like she wasn't she was like working in the club but not really dancing i guess that it's more like you hang out and look hot you're a and friend <laughs> an escort as they might say so she's saying she's an escort but then she's also like the escorts I know are having sex for money. And like, I don't know anything about that. So it's like, okay, so like, I don't have a lot of experience in establishments like this, Mm -hmm. but it's strange to me because she's like not a dancer, but not an escort. So I'm like, so you just, do you just like stand there? Like, maybe she was the hostess (laughs) technically and brought them to their tables. Maybe she's like a bottle girl. Yeah, but I always is my favorite thing about Ashley when Ashley does her when she's like Ashley's like I've been there. They wear like coot the their coochies are out of their dress. The coochie like, dress. It's not a ball gown. It's not a ball <laughs> gown. Right, like just because the dress <laughs> hits the floor doesn't mean that it's not revealing. Um, but we also got more of her, you know, personal story with her parents and her talking about how. Um, she ended up in foster care because her parents, you know, had drug issues and that she's had a lot of trouble kind of connecting with her mom in her adult life because she just doesn't have that trust there. And I thought that was really interesting too. I think Mia, for somebody who can kind of give a first impression, that's maybe like a little bit, like it doesn't necessarily seem like she has a lot of substance, like the first impression you get of her, but she actually is giving us a lot of, you know, interesting storylines so far with what's going on, you know, the situation with her parents and, you know, her husband and kids. Like, I think Mia seems like a really interesting person. Yeah. And also Joshua's father, her oldest son, how she showed last night that they have a really great dynamic too with um, G now. So I feel like, we just have to kind of, he calls him Jay. We just have to kind of like get a little deeper with Mia, I feel, and see more of like the group dynamic because again, still right now, I don't, I don't not like her at all, but I, I right. want to know if I like love her or really dislike her. Yeah. It's in, so we're three episodes in now and we've had three of these group events, but I'd yeah. like, I'd like to see a little more of Mia, like one-on-one with other women besides Karen. Cause I, you know, I want to kind of get the vibe. Um, we should, we should also talk about Karen and Candace's little get together moment. Karen was on fire last night. (laughs) Like we had a good Karen Huger episode last night. Like when you're talking about Giselle and she said, she's not a host, she's not a dresser and she's not a good wig wear. And then they like, (laughs) but I, I love that her and Candace have been having these like moments. Yeah. And I think I appreciate that. I think they are not on the exact same page in terms of moving on a hundred percent, but I think they both understand, they both respect each other and sort of understand where the other is coming from. So I, it feels like they're actually working toward more of a solution in their relationship versus just saying, 
okay, that was last year. Let's agree to move on and we can just be good again. Like I, I think Candace was hurt by Karen, not really sticking up for her. And at the same time, I also think Karen is justified in saying that she felt like she did kind of the best she could in that situation and that she was also kind of, you know, pushed aside for it. And that, you know, the other women in the group sort of like alienated her because she wasn't kind of on the same side as them. And I, I think, you know, they obviously have some more work to do, but I appreciate that it feels like they're really trying from an authentic place. Yeah. And Karen even said how we feel too, where she was like, I feel like you, she was like to Candace, I feel like you have like a different energy this like around you right now. And she like feels good with the kids and everything. But at the end, once Candace, you know, did her typical, we brought back the napkin, the napkin blotting the tears. Of course. She kind of just like, they were like, okay. And she got up and like left. It was no fight. It was no like loud argument. And she was like, thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. And and she kind of just like left into the night. And I was like, okay, well, at least it didn't end in a fight, but I feel like they now see where each other stands. This is good. And now they can be like cordial at every other event and have more of these one-on-ones and see, but I agree. I agree. It does feel like a little bit of a different Candace this season. You know, she's with her bonus kids that she's helping take care of. And, you know, she's in the new house. Monique is out of the picture. She seems a lot more level-headed. We'll see if that kind of keeps being the case. But You know what I really liked about that, though, that moment, is because in Housewives, we always see the same argument coming up over and over. Like, we've seen it literally on every single show, and it just doesn't go anywhere. And this, last night, I feel like they both know where they stand they talked about and i feel like it's not going to come up again going forward like candace is going to be like you know what karen like you didn't defend me like i feel like they're at peace now with it yeah candace didn't like what she heard but that she now knows well and they're at a point where moving forward i feel like it can be a okay like if you're really here for me then show me versus like yeah rehashing what happened last year because that's just not gonna improve things I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. 
Splash refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Speaking of another friendship that is, you know, slow and steady, I guess, let's pivot to Shaz and talk about MJ and Reza, who are on good terms, but still really you know, one step at a time. And of course, the big question that we're still dealing with is, will Reza be allowed to meet baby Shams? And he finds out this week that London got to meet baby Shams. And I think he was not expecting that news and got super emotional, which, you know, I'm tempted to say it feels like he's being a little bit dramatic about it. But at the same time, it's like, they go back a really long way and to know that these kind of like peripheral friends are getting to meet the baby and you're just still sitting here. Like it sucks. I I mean, it really does. Yeah. And I feel like it's just a really complicated situation. And I feel like that's why we don't see that much emotion coming from MJ because she like truly, and we actually have seen lately what she's dealing with and struggling with a little bit, but how she, we see Reza like, when they show those old pictures of them and their friendship, like they, not that we didn't know this already, but we, they really do go back such a long way. And Reza had a relationship with her father and that's who the baby's named after. And he just like knows he's, he's like on the streets and he was like, wants to meet the baby. And I feel like that was like a little bit of a gut punch when he heard that. But I mean, it wasn't London's fault. It's no one's fault, but it just no, feels I mean, like it's London's it's London's obligation to bring her little therapy shtick to each respective cast Jeez. member. So yeah, this week it was resistor. <laughs> I love, but- <laughs> I literally feel like they, I feel like she's half friend of and half like resident spiritual healer. Like- <laughs> Cause literally every single episode, she has a one-on-one scene with a different cast member where she's like, Okay, so we're going to sit down and we're going to talk about your issues, okay? So we're going to go through. I want you to I want you to be open with me. We're going to talk about it. You're going to tell me what's going on. And it's like I kind of appreciate that she doesn't have drama with anyone at this point because she's like they're all they're like new- bearing yeah, their soul to be. her. <laughs> but I every episode you feel like it's getting closer and you're like, oh my God, yeah, like they're gonna meet, like everything's gonna be fine. But then you forget there's like an actual restraining order involved and Res is the one I that know. needs to drop it. But then you go back to Tommy like talking and he truly like despises Reza and Gigi. And he's That's like That's the problem. Like Tommy, oh. like as as much as I enjoy Tommy's presence on the show and like think he's funny and whatnot, like he's not the world's most reasonable person right. and he's not, he's not 
approaching this from the same place as MJ, where she, all she wants is to be able to put this in the past and to be able to, you know, move forward in a good place where Tommy doesn't have that emotional connection. So he's like, no, like, fuck this dude. Like, he's the one that blah, 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 blah. Like, why would I let him meet my son? And I think it's it's hard. We're starting to see Adam finally meet Reza in the middle more emotionally. And I would love to see Tommy kind of do the same with MJ, but I don't really think that's realistic. I also would no longer fuck with Adam. Like, seriously. I know. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I think... Adam and Tommy are unfortunately really like the ones to blame in yeah. this situation. But like, like I was saying, neither of them care as much about repairing it as their respective partners. But I would hope that maybe they could put their differences aside, but I don't know. I don't know. I know, but, it, and if MJ and Reza can continue what they've been doing, which is even amazing to see that, like they were not speaking but at the same time, that might be even more difficult for them because they're like, okay, now we're back really good friends again, but this is as far as it can go. Just us. Like, we, our families can't hang out. No one can hang out. Like, oh, we really don't know. Maybe London can actually host, like, a group event for the <laughs> That is an idea because maybe we would get somewhere. She's going to like hypnotize Tommy into being okay with seeing Reza. <laughs> She'd be like, okay, so you're just going to look at this dangling thing in front of your face just for a few more seconds. And then I'm going to bring Reza into the room and you're not even going to notice. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hello. Hello. Oh. Well, I don't know. I, so Destiny's launching a brand. Um, that's going to be some clothing Shocking. that she's designing. No accessories. Some, some products accessories. that she's curating. Lots of different stuff makes you feel sexy. Yeah. I feel like I don't hate this idea, but I also feel like she can't, she doesn't really seem like she can explain it that well. Yeah. That's always the kicker when someone can't explain what they're doing. Not good. Well, and then she tells, she tells Reza that she loves designing and it's like, I feel like the the vibe of like some of it is clo- stuff she's designing and then she's curating. It's like, what what is this? Like, <laughs> right. So this is where Karen Huger would come into play and ask the questions, because the first thing you need is a business partner or and a business plan. And like Wendy was like, I wrote a paragraph and she's like a paragraph. But yeah, Destiny has to have it in front of her. Like and then the pictures they were showing, I was like, well, what did you design? What are the things you designed? <laughs> but like the yeah. sunglasses, I don't know. But Whatever makes everyone happy. It feels a little bit half-baked, but, you know, I'm not the target audience, so um, I wish her her the best. Yeah, you kind (laughs) of are. Like, aside from being Persian, like, you're the exact demographic. (laughs) Hello! I do like the name, because I love when they say that. (laughs) Me too. So, we're rooting for her. We're we're rooting. I, you know, maybe if if Wendy wants to be the Black Martha Stewart, then maybe uh, Destiny can be like the Persian Rihanna or something. Well, Dylan, that should definitely be your next bracket on Bravo by Betches Insta. It should be like the business who's, ventures. Business who's the ventures. Black Martha Stewart. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, I sleep on Porsche sheets, so I think she's winning. <laughs> True. I I guess yeah that makes sense. Oh my, I'm my own. <laughs> because also, it also is like the most useful. Like like we say this every time, and we love it. I mean, we have a stack of books. Every every Bravo celebrity that's written a book, but it's like, when is someone gonna do a business venture that doesn't exist yet? 
Like, I want something that I know you got to get creative kids. You got to put on your thinking caps and, you know, disrupt the marketplace. Yeah. Like, hello, we're waiting. But anyway, I am so excited that Swerve and Shervin is like back and ready, like to be (laughs) in the friend group again. He's like the best. And he's so like, if I could trade anyone full time, I would just Nima like scoot your tush out and Sherbin come right back oh, in. Please. Thank you. I, I like that. I don't have that much of a connection to Sherbin. I, I'll just say, but I do. Uh, I like that Gigi seems to be in a really good place of kind of mending these relationships. We yeah. saw her do it with Nima. We saw her do it with Sherbin. I feel like she's been able to be really honest with Mike lately. Like I, I love seeing her in a really just peaceful place. And I feel like she's able to have these conversations that would have been kind of triggering to her maybe a year or two ago. So I like seeing that. I don't know if Shervin's going to come on this camping trip, Um, but yeah, we'll see. how Okay. So when Gigi was explaining to, to destiny that would have been my legitimate reaction to like she was like you will hug the ground you will hug the tree you will eat dirt never gg uh destiny was like what like come on can we just like not i don't know but (laughs) nature is like the per it's healing it's like the perfect place but i don't i always love to see this group in this a setting like that because they have like hermes blankets and it's that's just not like i know uh, i feel like they're not really going to be roughing it but we'll see (laughs) I don't think so. But one one more thing I want to talk about is M is MJ. I just thought of this. Like she really the fact that we didn't know she was like struggling like this with her. Ma- not that they're Ooh. having marital issues, but the fact that like she they made a date night because she said like she went through the timeline and was like, we haven't had a date night like since before like the baby was born. And like yeah. how her and Vita did like yoga on the beach. She's trying to do more with her mom. And she's like, really, I feel like trying to like. Uh, juggle all of these things like her family motherhood marriage and it's just like a way different vibe that we're getting from mj than we ever had and i'm here for it yeah i feel for her with that relationship with tommy because i think it's it's i'm i think that's something that a lot of people struggle with especially after having kids is kind of like prioritizing (laughs) their relationship with each other but it's just hard because i feel like i mean similar to her relationship trying to fix things with Reza, like she is trying to be really open about wanting their relation, her relationship with Tommy to be, um, you know, better, different, however you want to say it. And like, he doesn't really seem to be like picking up what she's putting down or if he is, he's not taking it seriously. Um, so I hope just for, for both of them in the long term that they can kind of get on the same page. Cause you know, in the grand scheme of things, they've got a lot of time left. They got, you know, you don't want to just be like housemates with your husband for the rest of that time. Oh my God. I mean, like, she goes, she goes I'm sorry, housemates. Well, what do you want me to write? Cellmate? cellmate? Are you my cellmate? <laughs> like, talk about not reading the room. Like, come on, Tommy. Like, this woman wants to, like, she wants to jump your bones. Like, you gotta, gotta get got it together. Red, she got red lobster for you. Oh my god! I want a Cheddar Bay biscuit right now. I'm so hungry, Ooh. but I'm not. I'm so full. <laughs> You're still full from like Saturday night dinner. I don't understand. I could never. <laughs> it is okay. So you know when you're so full. I was thinking about this by myself earlier. You know when you're so full, but you haven't yeah. eaten that day yet, so you're like hungry. 
but you don't know what to do <laughs> because you're like, oh my God, I'm so I feel full. like you and I experience hunger and fullness in a different way. Cause I feel like ever I never wake up not hungry. I never am hungry. I don't wake up hungry. Wow. But I, don't, I don't wake up full. I'm just full right now. Cause I think I like, I don't know. I don't know. I'll well, get through it. You guys. Thank you. Okay. Well, if you, um, if you like more food related conversations, uh, we'll be back tomorrow, but we'll, we'll be talking about lots of things. Um, in the meantime, don't forget to rate review and follow the show wherever you listen, follow us on Instagram at Bravo by batches and just be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention it all is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.